See, that's some dope shit. That's why I was oh, like, man. okay, hat, come through. Yes. You're damn right. We are coming on through. We're bringing it. And the best part about it is, is I know it's going to make Eddie a little bit uncomfortable. Because okay. I'm a Chiefs fan all day. Okay, Janelle, baby. You, know you already know. You, you already know. know. You already. already know. So I'll give Eddie a little bit of grace. He's got a little bit of rough time because he's a Green Bay fan. So he's he not sure what his season's going to be like. How it's going to be. I did want to play them be. in the Super Bowl. I wanted I to play too. them in the Super Bowl. I, I wanted too. to play Aaron. I love Aaron Rodgers. We would have bust y'all ass. You would have got uh, that ass busted. would have got that ass yeah. worked. Y'all barely oh, yeah. beat us when we had Matt Moore as the starter. Matt Moore. Fuck Kansas. Shitty. You're not going to do that. Jeez. Don't do that today. Do that. You outnumbered. Outnumbered. That's why I'm mad with it. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's time to get in trouble podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles. La Terrence G is in the eat, building. Eat, skip, skip. And then we have our special guest today, Mr. Neil Banks. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Black Girl Magic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop at this point. Yo, so you're, you're on your way to New York, right? Yes. Yes. I leave out tomorrow morning. And you're going to... What? Uh, the Black Women in Comedy Laugh Fest. Ooh. Super excited. Yes. I'll be on stages at Broadway Comedy Club and West Side Comedy Club next week. I'm super, super excited just to be back in New York, man. Hell yeah. Well, hold on. What do you mean? So are you you from Kansas City with the bum ass chiefs? And yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, so fuck it. Uh, so now, nah, how many times have you been in New York? You, you like travel back and forth, or what? um, yeah, yeah. When the world was open, um, funny story. The law firm I work for, I traveled back and forth to do comedy, and they allow me to work in that office. So I try to go back frequently as possible. But um, I don't know. I don't know how many times I've actually performed there. But this is my second time doing this festival, and I'm very excited about it. Nice. No, yeah, the fact like so um we had we had them on uh when the pandemic happened. So I was planning on being there. Mm. And I'm so pissed off. I, yeah, I got to work now. So I got fucking fuck fuck fucked. But no, like yeah, I I think like Frankie French is going to be there. Delo's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, my home my homie uh we had her on the show uh uh wow. Woo woo. Woo was definitely yes. in there, we've had her we had her on our live show actually. Um but yeah, it's y'all got it's a lot of killers is going. Chanel oh. Ali, they yes. got Chanel Ali, Sam yes. J. Let's say like Sam J's on now. 
Yep. From SNL, who just got I, that show from Pause. Yeah, on HBO. I pray I can meet her. Like I'm trying, like the thing I'm trying to keep it together and not be like, because I have the moments like anytime I see Frankie French on social media, I'm like, but I touched her. <laughs> like I played in her hair. I waved in her. You played in Frankie French's hair? No, no I probably haven't, but I should. I'm I should put say, that on my agenda. You should probably definitely not do that. Like that's big sis. I would not do yeah. that. I'm yeah. definitely no. no. I'm well, I mean, first, you black, and then so it might it. be different. Yeah, you, yeah. You black. But I, I can't I, do I, it. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I pray for love for anybody with pale skin touching her head. Oh my lord, Jesus! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look like she can fight. She look like um, she can. Yeah. She can. Yeah. She can. I tell you that much. She can. Okay, that's, cool. That's cool. big sis. Real shit. Nah, cool. but yeah, that sh that show's gonna be fire because I think it's it's gonna bring a lot of. Uh, I think that was what, what she was saying when she was on the podcast of like they're doing this festival to showcase like black female magic, like black yeah. comedy magic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so like with like you, because you're from Kansas City, you was in Houston, then you went to Georgia. Right. Go to New was it Georgia that you went to? No, 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 I have always fluctuated between Kansas City and Houston. I was born in Kansas City, raised in Kansas City, lived in Houston. My dad's side of the family's from Houston, so I always gotcha. end up there when I'm trying to run away. Um, <laughs> you got lucky. Uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have those type. Of, I wish. My parents lived in different states. So I, do <laughs> like, I didn't say I was in child support. I'm just saying I got to run away to grandpa. That's funny. <laughs> so nah, since you're a Kansas City-based nope. comic, Janelle, let's uh -huh. let's have the discussion. Blue. We Blue. already know Kansas City barbecue is king. I mean, that's Absolutely. undeniable. Absolutely. You're not going to get better barbecue anywhere else other than mm -hmm. Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Give me your top three. In that order, however you want to go from one, two, three, or three, two, one, your top three barbecue joints in Kansas City. Uh, well, I'm a beef on bun type of bitch. I grew up on Gates. You hear me? You know, Ooh. so Gates number one. You can't come to Kansas City and claim any other barbecue establishment. Gates is the creator, the founder, and whatever of what y'all doing. So I always have to give props to Gates. You Gates didn't say Holly. Joe's. Joe's isn't your okay. Hey, you I'm, see I'm, what color my skin I'm listening. Is? I'm listening. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Ooh, that okay, got personal. So it's it's very torn with Joe's. I I to me, uh, I don't know. Like I've had Joe's, but it's the the three color beans that give me. I don't like their baked beans. I'm a baked beans type of girl, and I kind of like the sweet smoky barbecue. And so therefore, I don't like their beans. Break a fucking barbecue. Yeah, and so therefore, on their baked beans, I can't do. You know, Joe, I can't put them at number one. I'm going to have to go with Bougie Jack Stack is number two. Okay. Jack Stack is Jack Stack has the sides for you, honey, the yep. sides and the sides. And then I would put uh, Joe's. At, no, bump that. I'm going to go at number three. I'm going to go. It's between LC's and Big T's. Ooh. See, I was I was seeing if you're going to see LC's or. I love Arthur Bryant's. Baby, they done been closed down uh, by state government. You, you've been gone, they homie. still open. No, they're still open, but they get shut down by the health department frequently. Like, oh, frequently. No. And you, if you're going go to go to Arthur Bryant's, you might as go around baby. the corner and go to Gates and get you some barbecue. Now, see, okay. Now, I got to interject, right? I was just, I just did a show in uh, Philly yesterday, uh -huh. right? 
while I'm in Philly. I'm asking everybody, hey, I keep hearing not to go to Passing Geno's because that's some tourist shit, right? Y'all tell me, where's the best cheesesteak, right? Motherfuckers send me to the hood, to the hood hood, in my brand new car where I think, okay, I got to walk this walk, you know? Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm from D.C. I know how to mind my own fucking business, walk through the crowd, not say shit. You know what I'm saying? Get my cheesesteak and roll out. It was the most dry, disgusting cheesesteak I've ever had in my fucking life. Oh, it Damn. wasn't good. I hate oh. it, it some place called Max's. Like, and they were like, "Oh, this is like wasn't it was horrible." It was then the dude figured out I was from D.C. They tried to fleece me. I was like, "I was going to tip your punk ass anyway." I don't really care. It was a horrible sandwich. My oh. point. My point Fuck is, Max. is you city people. Is you city people right? Like every every state has their thing, right? Kansas City has barbecue. Y'all think y'all the best? Cool. There's never no thinking. Been, no yeah, I never, yeah, I never, yeah, I never had North Carolina barbecue. I guess so. It is that. It is. That's where they put the mustard. Oh, in we the want, sauce, we want, it? we want vinegar-based sauce, so the sauce is all runny. First off, that was your first problem, North Carolina. You needed sauce on your meat. You don't need that in Kansas City. That's just how the shit rolls, baby. Don't try to play it. See what I'm saying? Only thing I'm saying is y'all grew meat. up on this shit. You guys grew up on this shit, so you guys, you guys, it's not the best. It's not the best barbecue everywhere. Right, y'all don't even have the best sauce in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know who has the best sauce in the world? DC. Can I can I leave the podcast now? Sauce on that shit. Look, Janelle, I sauce on that shit, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know you love mumbo sauce. So what we're gonna do here is we're just gonna have a great time without Eddie because we're sick of his shit. All right, because here's the thing: Gates Gates is sold at Everywhere. retail stores. Why? Because Absolutely. it's fucking great and it beats out every other thing, every other sauce that's out there. If you need sauce, but again, good smoked meats don't need sauce. Exactly. Sauce, mm -hmm. we don't even have the sauce debate because our, it's about the Thank meat. You. It's about the process. About Thank you, Janelle. Thank you. When you There's start debating part. sauces, that means you got to cover up your nasty ass smokeless <laughs> meat. Thank you. You probably ain't even got a bark on it. You probably pull that shit out and it's it's gray. And you're like, we what mumbo the fuck sauce, is bro? Like our mumbo sauce goes on fucking fried meat. Ain't of course it's covering mumbo up the sauce for, shit. for 15 years. You said say that again? There's not been good mumbo sauce in the DMV for 15 years. And that's verifiable. And Verifiable. mumbo sauce stays in the DMV. Nobody's over here in Missouri no, no, Capital, or Omaha no, no. Capital or Cali. Sauce, Capital mumbo sauce is now taking us nationwide. You get what I'm saying? No. Capital no, mumbo sauce is now. No, 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 no. You can go no. anywhere, any grocery store, get Capital Mumble Sauce right now. That's all yeah, I'm you can get a hot sauce with mayonnaise in it. it. Yeah, yeah. That's what you can yeah. get. You, you can get all you can get Frank's. Yeah. You can get you mm. can get Tabasco. What is I mean? Yeah, you can get all kinds of sauces. Y'all not gonna disrespect our mumbo sauce. Like I do understand that it is a DMV thing. I do, but every time mm -hmm. people outside of the DMV taste it, right? Majority of the majority of people like it. That's all I'm saying. As long as you don't go through the it's hot sauce with honey and all that. Let, Mumbo sauce is good, okay? Mumbo it's sauce a lot of is shit. It's some duck sauce, some soy sauce. sauce, some ketchup, some barbecue. So it's a lot it of says different runny shit. Barbecue that sauce. That's it. It's not runny barbecue sauce, bro. Basically. That's because you didn't eat. See, listen, like when, when you get somebody, it looks from DC very on, runny. It's not very runny. It depends on where you go. <laughs> See, this is the thing, right? Just like how y'all y'all barbecue sauces, every place serves like a different barbecue sauce, and they have a different way of doing the meat and all that other shit. Every mumbo sauce. Doesn't come pre-packaged. 
every restaurant has to make it itself. So depending mm -hmm. on where you go, depends on what sauce you get. There's some places on Rhode Island Avenue that sauce thick as hell. Mm. Red is my cup. You know what I'm saying? Thick as hell. Red is my cup. Then you go some sauces out in the sauce. And it just looks like mouth sauce. Gay sauce is in Kansas City. Barbecue sauce is consistent. We ain't doing that. Well, when you go down the street, you're going to get a little bit. It's going to be red. And if you go over here, I'm just saying, but it's cute. Your sauce is cute. Keep doing what y'all doing. I love it. Congratulations. We'll, we'll worry about y'all when you I step to the big leagues. I don't like when, when you get backup times. I really don't. I'm starting <laughs> to remember. <laughs> but that's the, that's the thing, man. Like, <laughs> Kansas City people so cocky, I man. Already knew immediately the moment I found out she was Kansas City based. I did. It was cool. It was cool. That's why I didn't say anything. It's cool. That's why I didn't say it. Cool. Cool. Janelle, how long you been doing comedy cool. and hating on other cities? How long? Is uh, I've been <laughs> hating on other cities since '84. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing comedy for about ten years. Okay. And you mm -hmm. start you started in Kansas and you just moved back and forth to Houston? Um well I've always lived here and then I did a stint in Houston for about four years. But ironically, mm. when I moved to Houston, I, I legitimately just became scared and shy and was like, I'm just gonna enjoy corporate America and be funny in my cubicle. That is Ooh, really? what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's just, I moved there for a bigger market. Um, and then when I got there and realized like with Kansas City, if I had a, sh a show after work, you know, it's a hop, skip, and a jumping away. In Houston, it's work. It's a commute. It is sitting in your car. Like, you might have yeah. to pack, you know, uh, uh, to you know, lunch and everything just to sit in rush hour traffic. So that literally overwhelmed me to the point where I was like, I'm going to just adapt to making money. But I still did stand up here and there. Like, stand up is one of those things you can't let go. When somebody find out you're right, funny, right, right, right. you got to pull yeah, out the clippers. You know, yeah. you got to edge up somebody. So... Yo, hold on, hold on. But isn't hold on Houston traffic? Yo, have you like? But you like you go to New York, right? Mm -hmm. So you 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 saying you wouldn't live in New York? You not doing? You not fucking with it? I would move. I was before the panty. That was hugely what I was considering is moving right. to New York. Um, but would I drive in New York? No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> like I it just even having a car parking and then i feel like the lanes are too narrow it's extremely aggressive yeah. like it's aggressive yeah. in texas and i like it yeah. but that like no uh -uh. you mean it's nothing like 435 nothing nothing for you bro i, I mean once you once you do texas once you do i10 610 or 290 435 and 70 is a cakewalk it just sucks because <laughs> the speed limit is 55 miles an hour you know bro i, I just did when i drove back from philly they had a lane of size of my truck and i was like oh what the fuck and motherfuckers was driving like 85 miles per hour and i was like oh i thought i i thought i was good at this <laughs> I, thought, I thought i was a bit bro it was like they had you know the little concrete walls they had mm. those up for the white instead of white lines mm. yeah so just, i hate driving in between those yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like it was literally those in a car i mean like nothing and then a car on the other side. So you're literally like sandwiched in between those little cinder blocks. So if you, and it's a bumpy road. And these motherfuckers was jetting that shit. I had a whole line behind me. I didn't give no fucks. 
Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I am not fucking up my car over here, son. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, like being in clothes. That makes me... Mm. I'm claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic. I can't fade that. Especially with the big trucks like that. Especially because you know, man, it don't take much. A little bit of wind and they start doing this shit on you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, like, yeah, but no. So I get what you're saying. When you go to different cities, I think everything's different. But what? what so what would you say your style of comedy is? Because like yeah. we we haven't met before, and I, I mm-hmm. really want to get to know you because I've heard some things about you. So like, what... Ooh. did you hear I steal? No, I'm just playing. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, my my style is, I don't. I'm over the. It just honestly, I don't. I can't pick a style. I feel like I am. I'm just a nerd, but I don't tell nerdy comedy. I just sound very dweeby on stage to me. Like, I sound like a good old suburban mom. Like, I talk like this on stage. Like, oh my God, you know, like what's going yeah, on? I, um, I kind of do sometimes. It just depends. But um, <laughs> I always tell people that I don't think that I tell jokes. I tell public service announcements or I'm giving a public service announcement. My Ooh. jokes are intended to make you look at a situation and learn from it. Um, um, I write my, you know, material based off testimonies in everyday life. Um, ever since, you know, growing up as a kid, I was bullied a lot for being the chubby kid. And I, I don't like fighting because I think I'm pretty. So um, I would fight people with words. Like I would make fun of kids back. Like, you know, be like, okay, so I'm fat, but where's your daddy? Like I got snacks. I got a two parent household. You know what I'm saying? Like I, <laughs> so, you know, you make fun of one soul. Yeah, yeah, like if you gonna make fun of me, Damn. you better cut, you know. Out here. Yeah, and that's the Damn. thing. I'm quick too. I'm not gonna daddy. keep going back and forth with you. I'm gonna say something that you know shut, shut you down, down, and you will it. leave me alone. Um, I love it. So yeah, I think that's just where my material comes from. Is those just life experiences? So I talk about you know growing up being chubby still battling with being chubby but now being confident about it and looking at y'all like y'all stupid because y'all not fat like i did something (laughs) wrong um so it's i mean it's all over the place i just like to give public service announcements though you're gonna learn something at this show so since we're talking about your style of comedy and this is always a question that we ask janelle miss banks fellow chiefs fan how do you feel about dick jokes oh my god I think you know what I tell dick jokes. If you yes. are, if you can bring Jesus something Christ. new to dick, then let's do it. Thank you know. You. Oh, How man. many times have you heard something new? Uh. I personally don't hear them a lot anymore. <laughs> I think my dick joke is hilarious. It's new man. to people because I complain man. about the abundance of dick. You know, nobody. You know, a lot of people talk about the lack of dick or, you know, all I talk about, I just think there's dick everywhere. It's just raining dick and I'm a lesbian and it's weird. See, that's <laughs> probably why it's raining dick because you're like, you ain't looking for it. That's it's yeah. just coming out of nowhere for you. I mean, you just be at CVS and they were like, your total is 1206 and some dick. And you're like, what? Did you say dick? What? <laughs> are you getting, are you getting, uh, we just had another female comic go and she was telling us people are, asking for like toe shots or foot her foot shots are you getting are you getting those um or, i have not but i actually had someone ask what i fart for them <laughs> yes <laughs> yes 
Like they were just like, I am into like flatulence and sounds and your voice is sexy. So I feel like your farts would be, and I'm like, what? Like I thought I was getting punk, but after like 12 <clears throat> more conversations about me passing gas, I was like, okay, so you 12? got a problem. You got a problem. 12? What we're not going to do is just skip over this. What? I need a little bit of context. How did you get to the I point don't. where somebody asked you about farting on them? I don't. I am still Please, trying to understand Please, how we got to that point. You did say you were a lesbian, and so I'm. I'm. Please, please, for my, for my, I don't know. Uh, it was a woman. Mind, please tell me. Please tell me it was a woman. Fuck. Damn it. God damn it, we suck. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to be a woman just, just, just to take it off of dudes. And he was a comedian, so sounds <laughs> right. oh. definitely about right. Well, Terrence fucks toes, so I mean, I can, but I think I think farting is a little bit worse. What did he want you to do? Put it in a brown paper bag so he could. I just I didn't off it I, like paint. I honestly <laughs> thought it was like I was like he's a comedian, so maybe he needs this for content. Maybe he's doing a show. Like maybe this conversation is being recorded. Like I'm not. Like this, I have to be being punked. Like, this, like was he punked. joking? He wasn't like, joking. I thought he was. Like the first three times, I thought he was. But when Jeez. he started to offer money and just kept kind of stressing the issue, I was like, "Yeah, dude, just has a fetish." And so this this kind of teeters into the question that Eddie had talked about, right? Like we understand um, there's there's levels in comedy, and we also know that your appearance, your personality, plays factor. In how you get booked, right? So mm -hmm, more attractive mm -hmm. people get more opportunities. Mm -hmm. Women get more opportunities based on certain shows. This is kind of how things go. But you also deal with a lot more bullshit. Specifically yeah, comments like in your posts, DMs mm -hmm. getting slid into. How do you have to navigate that? Um, it's very shaky for me. Like I struggle with this a lot just because I don't. The thing about when it comes to like booking and, and, and attractiveness, I don't fit that mold. Like I'm not the typical, you know, big booty, you right. know, I'm a plus size, funny looking woman, but uh, you know, that's why I do comedy, you know, <laughs> like, so I don't think funny. Yeah. I don't, but I have to deal with like a lot of the times women giving me that feedback of, you know, I think that you would have more supporters or I would support you more if you looked a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, and also I feel like, especially within my comedy community, um, I have to be 10 times funnier and work 10 times harder to even be noticed because I don't look, you know, the, you know, the mode. And then I'm a woman, you know, this is a male dominated industry and where I'm from is male dominated. And so it's like that catch 22. But then I feel like if I tried to play the, you know, I am sexy, I am smitten, then it's, oh, you just trying to have sex to get stage time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, there's so many layers. I've had people accuse me of like, I think you're doing something else to get stage time. And I'm like, it can't be off sheer talent, huh? Just can't be. Yeah. So like we were just, we just had somebody else on say the same thing. Like, is that, that an issue? Okay. That's an issue. Now, I do know how, it is an issue in female. How pervasive is that yeah. an issue? Because I like, I thought it was a cop out. I'm being honest with you. Mm -hmm. I really did. Like I'll see females and because I'm not, even though I'm a producer and a comic, I am a male. So I'm mm -hmm. not privy to every conversation that of course. Right. Mm -hmm. But I always thought it was a cop out that females would just be like, 
man, yeah, she Ooh. probably out here. She fucking these dudes. Da 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 da. And it's like, yo, shawty, you just doing that shit because they didn't book you, bro. Mm-hmm. But like, is mm-hmm. that really? Is it a real thing, or is it just like it's- motherfuckers just push it on people? I think it it's a I mean I've experienced it and I think it like I said goes cool. back to you not looking a certain type of way so people think it's got to be something that you're doing to get promoted or put on shows mm. because I've been on like big caliber shows but I try to tell people it's a regional thing I'm in an area where there's probably like four or five black female comics and mm. I have just had more tenure I've I've done you know been here or i'm just more out in the open so people you know i have more of a booking visibility if i'm at a club every other weekend or i'm traveling my name is going to be in more circles than somebody who does comedy here and there so right but people just assume oh she had to have slept with the promoter and i'm like man if i slept with him i would be getting more of this stage time and i would have had a townhouse <laughs> somewhere in overland park boy <laughs> see that's twice though you heard overland park mentioned because janelle knows that's the rich white area that's where old white mm-hmm. money sits op Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at over. I'm thinking I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna go buy a house in Overland. So the <laughs> <laughs> just for the fuck of it, it's like yeah, we got a football player. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. But that's no, pretty I, much where most but, of the Chiefs live too. I know. Yeah. Okay. You would blend right in. They're gonna be like, oh my god, is that Derek? Like, girl, no. They'll be like, oh, it's Tom Put up a Packers flag <laughs> right outside my front porch. Don't worry, it's a whole collection of it's cra- I hosted a that. night, a Vikings night at a bar. And I was like, surely there's not going to be Vikings fans. And like one of my friends from college was there. And I was like, why are you even here? Why are you wearing purple? Who like, the fuck are you? There are Packers galore <laughs> yeah. fans here. And there are Vikings fans galore here. Like it, it scares me. I Packers don't... everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And we, Raiders we, we, fans. We, we behind, we like, we like, we like number three behind, you know, Redskins and Dallas. That's all it is. It's all good. Like, he's like Red- Redskins fans and Dallas yeah, fans. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know I just dead named them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of. It's a lot. My father, my father was like, "I'm not throwing away this shit." The Washington. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Washington. What is it called? The Was Washington football. football. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! Don't get it fucked up. Oh, that shit. If they keep that name, in about five years, we all gonna just be saying it. Put money yeah. on it. Yeah, I mean, it, I, that's I, how it works. Nick, we say the Pelicans like that shit wasn't. The Hornets. <laughs> Tennessee like, we just say the Pelicans. Yeah. It just becomes yeah. the thing. You'll hate the Pelicans, though. God, that's such a stupid ass mascot. It, it was. Dude, we yeah. had the Wiz. We turned from the Wizards to. We turned from the Bullets to the Wizards, motherfucker. Like, that's yeah. Still, that yeah, was I worse than still, Pelicans. No, nah, that's still better than Pelicans, bro. The Wizards? Pelicans is just a solid well, like, bird. When you think of a wizard, at least a wizard has powers and can do something. A fucking pelican? Oh, wow. You got a Who big brand Dungeons and Dragons oh, or basketball? Oh, you put fish <laughs> and water in there. Who cares? Oh, oh you're, you're a big bird. Fuck you. I, I'd rather be the Pelicans. I'd rather be DC Pelicans, which we don't have any Pelicans, so it would have been hilarious if we did that, than the DC Wizards. I'm just being honest with you. I'm just like, if we were the DC Pelicans, I actually would have been like, that's funny. But like, where the fuck is a Pelican? You're the Washington Wizards. <laughs> it's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, we don't, we say, we say DC, bro. Uh, no, but, <laughs> but you know, like, I'll just say though, like, so is that like, I wonder, is that statement proven? Because, so like, and I say that because 
I do know of producers. I don't know any producers now. I don't know any current producers that did it. But I do know of producers who used to do shady shit of like fuck fuck for play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Peyote. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was with your booty. Like they only booked chicks that they was fucking. Or producers who literally only started producing shows so they could fuck female comics. Yeah. So yeah. like is but so like I know that side of it, but is there a lot of females that have or like there aren't it's not a mystery if they've done it it's females that we know of that done it is that a thing like i do not know one woman that has done it you know like that's what, y'all, so that's, i don't yeah, either we never like it's worth, worth it like we would rather get the beneficial monetary you know uh supplement of it versus like some 10 minute penis like that's ludicrous 10 minute penis yeah that's or seven I was about to say that's a generous overstatement. I would say realistically like five, but we've had yeah. that conversation before. So that's kind of the that weird that's the weird thing about being a male comic that doesn't you, you know, you'll get a lot of dudes to sit there and say, I don't participate in that type of a culture, right? And mm-hmm. you have to kind of take it to face value, but myself and Eddie, we don't participate in that type of culture. So it's weird when you hear all these rumors swirling and you say, oh, well, this person's doing that. And then you talk to the women and you ask them and it's a very conflicting thing, right? So Mm -hmm. you also deal with other lines too. Something we talked about previously with other female comics on the podcast is you can't get too sexual because Mm -hmm. then that starts to tarnish how you're perceived on stage. Does that affect your performance? Does that affect your stage persona? Does that affect you at all even when it comes to how you do your comedy? For me, it's it's kind of like opposite. I tend to not talk about sex or like to get into sexual content because I'm a plus size woman. And you know that stigma of like, what? Mm, you know how everybody treats why Liz always gotta be naked, you know. So I <laughs> I try to stay away from it because I don't want people to then one, I don't want to be sexualized. Uh and two, I don't want it to be kind of where people are like, ew, I don't want to think of her in that manner, you know, mm. because people literally voice those concerns. And I think I just also very like insecure about past experiences that I'm just like, you know what, let me just go on the straight and narrow and go this way. Um, I, you know, I hear women, you know, say a lot of times that people feel like all they do is talk about sex, but I think for women, our sexual experiences are hilarious. So therefore, you know, it's a way to talk about it. Um, but I, don't, I think for me, it's kind of just the opposite experience that I try to stay away from it so people are not like. And then, like I said, you got people who ask you to fart for them or um, like being that I am a lesbian, sometimes you will have men that are like, no, nah, but you said this on stage. So I know. And I'm like, it was, it was a joke. <laughs> that was going to be one of my next questions. Is how often <laughs> do you get approached for dudes being like, no, nah, but 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 for real, though? How gay oh, all are the time. you? <laughs> all the time. All the time. Like, and that's why I write jokes. You know, like one of my jokes about y'all just be like, how I mean, come on now. I got dick dick. You're gonna give up dick like this. You can give up anybody, but this dick, like this is not dick that you want to pass up on. I promise you. 
I promise you gonna be stimulated if you get this dick. Like this is the dick where Joe Biden gonna put you on the backlog of checks. Like it, you know, it it literally it just it's weird. Like people just think they can like tell you, you know, one Aesop fable better than the other one to get you to believe in their penis. And so it's you, crazy. So oh, go you, ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. So you probably gotten pretty creative at shutting down the dick. What's yeah. what's what's your most proud moment of shut? Do you have a story that's your most proud moment of shutting a dude down? Man, um, there's no better look on somebody's face when you shut them down and you know you hit them with the shit. Mm-hmm. What was what's Janelle Banks' best story of shutting a dude down with the dick? When I asked him, can I bring mine too? <laughs> what, like, what was his response? Was he like, oh, hell man, no. shawty, man, I ain't with that shit. I know you're in the LGBTQ Sega Genesis, but I ain't with that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, if you gonna dick me down, I'm gonna dick you down too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. Like we both doing some fucking tonight. <laughs> yeah, like you trying to prove a point, and it's so fucking my eye. <laughs> no, what you don't understand is I'm not playing the bitch role tonight, buddy. <laughs> so when, so when do you take time. off? So you take off uh, tomorrow mm-hmm, to New York mm-hmm. City. Oh, so you staying up there a whole week? How long is the festival? It is from the 16th through the 20th, or the 20th. I think they added another day or another set of shows. So it might be the 21st. I might be lying, but I will be there, yes, the whole time, the whole shebang. <laughs> I'm excited because, you know, normally festivals run like Thursday through Friday. So this is starting Wednesday and running through Sunday. So I'm excited. Mm. How many shows you want out there? Uh, Five. Ooh, that's some fun shit. You already I'm got plans excited. laid out. What, what else are you going to do besides the comedy out there? Oh, my God. Well, I definitely want to network and just absorb all these women. Um, like I said, coming from the Midwest is not a huge amount of us. So just seeing representation, right. seeing different styles of comedy and fashion. I never know what to wear on stage. Like I, I bounce in between being girly and tomboyish. So I just I can't wait to see what everybody's rocking on stage to get ideas and mm-hmm. just the networking, the sisterhood. Like I've met some great know friends uh at the last festival and just being able to you know just emerge myself in the culture and then new york itself is just amazing i don't have any plans i'm going to stay with some of my caribbean friends i'm excited for some caribbean food Mm. um and eats but just i'm staying in harlem so exploring harlem i love harlem just walking up and down the streets it seems like the friendlier part of new york I could be making this up. <laughs> hey, I, it, it's it's all friendly for me, so it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. So you said this is your second time performing in this festival, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How like walk me through that, Janelle? How does that feel to get selected twice now? Um, for this uh, particular festival, it's awesome. Um, being the inaugural. Uh, festival was just awesome just because like I said coming from Kansas City I don't think anybody knows me you know I don't think I fall on anybody's spectrum and I'm very shy when it comes to social media so I'm not like one of those people who you know are talking to people or networking on social media I'm just very shy and so 
just to be recognized, to pass, you know, submission, it, it blows my mind. And then to know who is going to be at this festival, the headliners, the industry perspective, like the opportunities that have came from it in the first festival. I'm like, ah, like I, I want to yeah. ask, how did I get in? But at the same time, I'm just, you know, still excited because I just never thought I would register on anybody's radar. I probably my shower, but these are happy tears. Nah, <laughs> no, no. Look, talk your yes. shit, girl. That's what yes. this is about. We're here to do the comedy hang like we talked about and have a good fucking time. So yes. I, I want to take it back a little bit. So you said you're shy and you, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'm not doing the whole social media thing. But you also understand that's kind of where this game is at least right. morphing into. Mm -hmm. So before we go too far, What's your thoughts on internet, like Instagram comics? How do you feel about those guys? Okay, so. <laughs> I think I know what I, I think I know. No, see, this is the thing. At first, I hated it. Like, I'm in a sorority, right? Mm -hmm. And I pledged. I went underground. And then you mm -hmm. have people who joined the sorority by the old-fashioned, the way you're supposed to, by signing paperwork. And it was a big, like, I remember having that, like, battle and struggle like I pledge bump that this is some BS like these have a strong and then you had to realize it's not about how you get in the organization but what work you put in and mm -hmm. so I kind of feel that with social media comedians I hated them at first because I just like being on the stage and social media is so completely different you get one yes. take on stage you get one opportunity whereas you can clip cut shadow and and yes. filter and all of these things to make videos and make content to be appealing to people. Um, but where I have to respect them is that that content game, you got to respect it. It's a hustle. Mm. It's a, it's a full time job. It yes. is a full time job to stay on it, to create content. Once you start, you know, getting up in the upper echelon where you are, you know, social media famous or have a million followers, you start doing those content interactions and, you know, you start having companies contact you um, for sponsorship. You are, it's like having three to four full-time jobs. I mean, it's a lot, it's intense. And to stay up on those schedules and to <clears throat> stay creative and then not beat people up from stealing your content and recreating it, Woo. Yeah. Um, it, I commend him. I, I honestly, and then a lot of these people who have had success in standup and and social media are starting to realize in order to continue to be successful in standup, I've got to learn it. I've got to follow a certain formula. So I have met some social media comics who really take standup seriously right. and, you know, really want to learn the element and will start you know, talking to you about writing and things like that. So I hate them still, but I still love them. I, so I still respect them. I, I, I'll give you that I respect them, right? Like yeah. you, you can't go through and see what they do and not have a level of respect for it. Because mm -hmm. you know, half the time they'll link up and like all day Saturday, all day Sunday and all day mm -hmm. Monday, they'll just be pumping out filming mm -hmm. and whatnot for the work for a whole week. Mm -hmm. So... Are you, is that something that you're looking at doing though? As, as you now doing this for 10 years, you've mm -hmm. now been a pretty prestigious festival for two years now and various, various other things going on. Is that an avenue you're thinking about exploring and exploiting to kind of expand your fan base or are you still too shy and like, nah, that's not my thing. 
Oh, I've done it. I'm on the ticky tacky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I started to realize, especially now that I'm working from home, for me, it's like, you got time, you in the house, you done brought mm. 10 ring lights, you might as well, you know. So right. I, I understand the element of it, and it, it's helped increase my visibility. And a lot of times, I can't, it stresses me out because people tell me all the time, oh man, I would come to shows if I knew you had them or if you posted like content more. And I'm like, nah, Richard Pryor didn't have an Instagram, don't do me like that. You know? <laughs> so, um, I just realized that it's just another tool. It's another element, you know, like uh, we get every time we're told, you know, Kevin Hart used to collect these email lists. And he used to go from club to club. Email people. I'm like, I'm not, I'm passive aggressive, bro. I'm not emailing anybody, but <laughs> I can, you know, make content and create content. Even if it doesn't do anything, even if I don't go viral, it's still another form of entertainment and something that I have, you know, so I'm, I'm with it. I'm just afraid of internet bullies. That's all. We've always felt like it, like here on the show, we've talked about it before. And the way we view it is it's kind of like a catalog, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're out there doing performing, that's sort of your branding moments. Those are your mm -hmm. marketing. That's your advertisement and everything else because how you say things, how funny you are, how you carry yourself off stage, that's all part of it. But another thing people are going to do is check social media. What's, mm -hmm. your, what's your TikTok? And that's all it takes is, Janelle's out here doing comedy and been doing TikTok for two years. She's got two years worth of TikTok videos. Been doing okay, but all of a sudden, this one pops off two years in. Mm -hmm. Now the whole catalog goes. And they find out that they did, you did this and you funny. And so mm -hmm. it just takes off from there. So it's right. like, it's, it's kind of that necessary evil, even though I, mm -hmm. I hate it so Absolutely. much. I hate but it. It's, it's like being an adult and having a job and you think I make good money on this job, but they tell you have like seven streams of revenue, you know, income and revenue coming in. And so I look at it from that perspective, you know, as a comic, you can't just, especially if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to be marketable, if you want to get into writer's rooms and things like that, you don't want to just do things up. You want to be a writer. You want to be a content creator. Hell, learn Photoshop, learn something to make yourself marketable, you know. Yes. So that's where I'm at. I want to be a writer, you know. I want to be, you know, I want to do voiceover work. I, I don't want to just stick to stage. I want my comedy to make money outside of that stage. Mm. So before we explore that, because you talk about the comedy expanding, you said earlier that you're, you work in a law office? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a business analyst assistant for a law firm. So do we need to watch what the fuck we talk about here at all? Oh, no. We're fine. They know, they <laughs> I don't trust know my lifestyle. Uh, I don't trust it at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. The fun thing is the firm that I work for is not based in the U.S. So okay. they're overseas. Um, but one of the reasons I, I hired this, I mean, they kind of knew going in and they had, you know, Googled and did background work and were like, you know, we can respect it. That you mm. live two different lives and we kind of admire just the hard work, you know, and I've never let comedy kind of get in the way of what I'm doing. Sometimes, you know, when you got to take off work and leave early and some, you just never know what comes up. It's been times where I've been at work and they're like, Hey, uh, can you come open for such and such? Or, Hey, the chiefs want you. And I'm like, <laughs> I gotta go, you know? So 
it I mean it just works. It fluctuates. It's it's stressful. I would love for comedy to be a full time thing, but I actually like the balance because I like waking up to an alarm clock. You know, I don't think I would do that if I was a full time comedian. That was the question. Like, so you you don't plan on walking away from the day job then? At I least not like anytime to, soon. I would like to work both of them as long as I can. Mm. It's interesting because me, I ditch that motherfucker the moment I get a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get out of my day job. All of y'all, I'm trying to get out of day job for a minute, bro. It's more, it's more people to recruit for your audience. That's why I keep a job. Like, girl, you want to come to this show? You want to come to the show? I put you on the yeah. list, and if you say you put them on the list, oh, they feel like they somebody. It really they is somebody. a marketing. They are somebody. I mean, really I mean like anybody that comes to my show that I put on a guest list, you are somebody. Absolutely, you are. That's why I asked you because I can't put nobody who's gonna act up on the list. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. That I don't. I don't even promote to my friends anymore. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Me. Yeah. No, because yeah. because we we all know how it's gonna go. They're gonna say the same dumb shit. They're gonna be like, "When is it?" Where is it? What's the address? Uh, first off, everything that you said was on the fucking flyer. Okay, that's number one. The flyer that you shared, like, that that's, you that's aggressively that, shared. Yes. yes, like that's something that us as comics we see all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking done with you being like, "T, what's the next show?" And then me telling you just for you to not show up. I just be like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Or you uh, get those people who never come to your shows, like never. And then the night of the show, hey, I was really trying to come, but I can't make it. Oh, my it. God. I hate I niggas. Was really I hate niggas to do that shit. Y'all turn oh. me into a serial killer. Like, my biggest pet peeve on the day I have a show is <laughs> everybody just, it. you start to have to filter questions. You try not to be, you know, an asshole because you're super appreciative of people coming. Yes. But it's like, y'all, I got to put on this girdle. I've got to glue on these lashes and commute to this show. So, like, give me a moment to breathe. Then I got to be funny, you know? So, yeah. you asking me 50 questions about something you could have clearly saw on the internet. Because if you invited me to your baby shower and you put me on the Facebook invite and I start asking you, where is that? What's the colors? Do I need to bring a gift? You're going to be like, refer back to that invite, girl. Yes. Yo, oh, no, no. So, I hate when people do that shit. Oh, I my God. Mm -hmm. I, yo, what, what if I, because we do Facebook events, I do Eventbrite. So only thing you got, and I'd use a, a company called Event Combo. There's three oh. different places that the address is on. Mm. Motherfucker, you and the only thing you gotta do is hit uh directions. Like mm -hmm. it literally says a has a button that I have it on Samsung and on fucking Apple. It says directions, bitch. Like, mm -hmm. don't you asking me all this information, right? Like, or do you get the people that's like, when are you going up? Mm -hmm. Oh, so me and my friend were just I discussing this. Too. I that that oh, literally is my biggest pet peeve because I I'm not selfish or narcissist like I want you to enjoy the whole show. Yes, it's not right. just about me, you know. It's right. not about me. And then as a comedian, why on God's green earth would you think I have control over this? Like, yeah. Well, that's you know why because everybody thinks that we're Cat Williams when we when we start. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't understand. Like like oh, the, the, I'm not the headliner. Like. Oh no, oh no no no! They, this is a they group see of comedy that are coming together trying to put together a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know where I'm gonna be at. Yeah. yeah, and like and everybody, I think everybody thinks whoever closes is the funniest, and it's like not true all the time. 
So that's mm-hmm. another part of comedy I hate, especially when I open for like big names or do or doing big mm-hmm. comedy clubs, and people are like, "Oh my God, you are much funnier than that person." I'm like, "Could you not say that in front of everybody?" In front like, of them, it just happened to me on Saturday. Oh I my need God. my job, yeah. and I'm humble. Could you not like no. I don't do that, don't. especially because I don't want that type of rubbing relationship with whoever. Like right. most of us understand that this could any night could be our night. It could mm-hmm. be my night to where I'm on fire and everybody after me eats a dick or vice versa. Right. I right. can't do nothing right. So anybody right. understands, but I still don't like to be put in that position where you're like, yo, you was way funnier than don't 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 do me like that. Yeah. Don't, there's no, don't, there was don't no do me like reason that. to do that. No, there's like, no like reason. I had I had a person, we literally had a show, an outdoor show on Saturday. Um uh, I, that I performed at at this outdoor show. My friend is the closer, right? He's the headliner. It was Pride Month, right? It's Pride Month, right? So he's the closer, and we're all after the show's over. We're all just standing around, and this dude just literally walks up. Was like, "Good show, guys." He's like, "Man, you are so fucking funny." Cool. He was like, "No, you were like the best one." Mm. He's standing in between me and the headliner. I'm like, yo, like, like, and then it's like, now I'm putting the spot. Like, I'm so awkward because I'm like, oh, thank you. It's a really man. awkward spot it's to be. It's very in, awkward. Is it, but then I'm like then, trying to make my friend feel better because I'm like, hey, man, yeah. you know, people do this dumb shit, man. I'm sorry because about that. It, it, it tickles your fancy at one time because it's like, you're hilarious. And then at the exact same, it's like, but the people that you're cool with aren't hilarious. And you're like, that's not true. I've been with these people. They're funny as shit. It's just right. It's the bad. You you saw them a on a night that, yeah. that probably was less than ideal. I just I don't like that. Let me shit on people I don't like. I'll shit on them all day. All day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I try day. to bury those niggas on I just, purpose. I, I don't, don't like being put on the spot like, like that. that. Yeah, it's it's bad, and then it just it's professionalism, especially if you're in a situation where you're working with somebody that you really have respect for or idolize or whatever, like the last thing you want to do is be like, I'm better than you. And all seven people said so. Right. (laughs) And and it's the hard part because everybody thinks like you're trying to brag it. Like even another one of my friends that was there, he was like, "Ah, you were the best one. And he kept doing it because he knows like I'm, I'm, I'm humble to a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not braggadocious to like to an extent. Like I don't do the whole like man. I'm better than every comic out. I don't do that shit. I know like you supposed to have some cocky swag, but my cocky swag isn't that I'm better than anybody. My cocky swag is that I can perform in front of any audience. Like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fucking murder this bitch. I'm not gonna murder it better than you. I'm not gonna be better than you. Like I'm just gonna murder it. That's Mm -hmm. how I. That's my cockiness. Like I don't. I'm not the the burning. I'm not afraid of you, motherfuckers. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think comics, all comics should have that cockiness, but it's like so weird when people do that shit because then you gotta like show that you're not being cocky. Like, I don't think I'm funnier than you, man. I don't yeah, think, yeah. I think we're both funny, bro. Like, and you could be lying, but well, because you never know, like <laughs> so Eddie says it here on the time. Let's ask you, Janelle. Do you think comics are sensitive? Oh, yeah. So exactly. That's the thing, right? Like motherfuckers are sensitive. And that's the thing is I've had people that I'm super cool with flip the fuck out on stupid shit. So when it comes with something like that, that kind of teeters that line, you really want to avoid it because not only does it not fit well, but you're like, "Uh, comics are sensitive, man. This could be the night that 
my friend took this the wrong fucking way. Mm -hmm. And now we got issues. And it's also about the dynamics of who's around or the situation. Because if, if you say something to a comic in front of comics, then that could totally go a whole nother way than what you intended it to go. And like mm -hmm. comics, you know, we, you know, dig on each other all the time and say things. But I think with some comics, if you say certain things around certain people, they will be a little bit more sensitive. I know yeah. I can be a sensitive comic. I don't I don't like roasting people. Don't come in here with that roasting shit. I didn't roast you. Don't roast me. Don't do that because I'm going to say something like, I'm going to go completely left. Like, I'm going to start talking about dead grandmas and you don't want no, that. No, we've, we've established Janelle goes for the soul. Yeah, I'm socially awkward. I don't know how to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you be play fighting and I'm the type of person I'd be like, wham. And I'm like, oh, wait, we was just, mm -hmm. oh, sorry. I thought it was like, I'm sorry. You know, so yeah, I don't, don't do that with me because I'm. <laughs> I don't play those games, shot. Yeah. Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't like, like, like it. Your mother never loved you. That's why she chose drugs over you. That's that's the kind wow, of insult. You know. That's, that's the type lot, of person bro. I'm like. Yeah, I knew about crack in the '80s because I met your mama. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm talking about. So, what else? What else you got going coming up? We know you about the festival. You're leaving tomorrow for that. What else is going on with Janelle Banks in the next oh. couple of weeks, months? Oh man, I'm trying to get taller on these streets. No, um, uh, when I come back to Kansas City, I'm super excited. I'll be hosting. Uh, Kansas City's having a plus size fashion week, honey, because we out here. It's our time, Ooh. and I get to be the host for a very awesome fashion show, the Frames and Figures Fashion Show, as well as the following day, I will be taping a comedy special, the She's Funny as Fuck comedy special. Um, nice. so I'm super excited about that uh i don't know what else is coming up i'm just i just recently uh signed to an agency so i'm super excited to um, start, happy for you, yeah start writing and producing uh, i just wrote one of my first scripts and we're starting to shoot it so i'm super excited to just see the outcome of it and for everyone else to see it once it's finalized and finally finalizing my comedy album, which will be coming out called Silence of the Hams. So stay tuned for that, y'all. Hold up. You want to stay, you want to stay working and you sign to a fucking label. I mean, it's signed to an agency and got a movie coming out. Jesus Christ. Um, it's not a movie. It's just four short episodes of a cute no, I, little sketch. You know, four short sketches. It's just a sketch project. That's it. And um, yeah, I am in the process of writing a book. You gotta stay. You gotta stay. So, active. so you're writing a book. You sign with a talent agency. Mm -hmm. You have your uh, highly successful lawyer and highly oh, successful I'm not a comic. Now, no, I'm not a lawyer. litigation assistant, same <laughs> thing, all of this. Yo, Eddie, I think what? I think she had somebody asking about farting on him. She just straight shit on us, bro. <laughs> just straight shit on us. Yeah, 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 no, but I do have a funny story about shit if y'all ever oh my, oh my wanna... God. I'm into nope. true crime. And nope. I met a detective this weekend who worked a case, and you can Google this, Rosemary Vogel was a woman in Chandler, Arizona, who tried to kill her husband by injecting feces into his oh, yeah, IV. Yeah, that just happened. Yeah, yeah. That, just, that was recent. I do, yeah, I, yeah. 
So if you no ever want to shit on somebody, get some syringes, girl. And <laughs> shot to the heart in your yeah. tube. <laughs> so you not hear about this shit? Uh, no, I remember hearing about it. But one of the last pressing questions is, did you ever give a price for the fart package? I did not because when I said pay Same. me first, he got mad and was like, you don't think I'm going to pay you? You think I'm just going to not pay you? And I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Like, you think I fought for ass, Once this gas leaves my ass, there's no guarantee of payment. So, yes, I must be paid up front. That's I can't get that gas back in my ass when it's gone, so I'm going to need this deposit. <laughs> also, I need to know what I'm going to eat that day. You know, I got to prepare. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you, Janelle, on social media. Yes, you can find me on all social media platforms under Miss Just Laugh. That's M-I-S-S-J-U-S-L-A-U-G-H or if you are from the South, M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter, J-U, crooked letter, L-A-U-G-H. And MissJustLaugh.com. Yes. <laughs> that's how she knows from the Midwest, man. Is that crooked letter, crooked letter shit? That's, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's big, no. man. Yo, I don't I know. Love what it. This, I, you I love just it. go get some sauce and get in your feelings, okay? With it, that's why I'm mad with it. With it, with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Spit out the trap. Good meat does not whatever need you sauce. Want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it? That's why I'm mad with it. Mumbo the best, baby. That's why I'm 